0: Ain't you sick of giving me your money?
1: Oh, it's... Oh, oh. I know yeah. he didn't do it, oh, baby. Whoa whoa whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 where you going? Now I'm about to go make these trouble. <laughs> of branding and good business. Mm.
2: You got got this smile
1: on your face. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, where are we going with this? That leads me to, um, you know, your newest venture, Seek Death,
3: Mm.
1: which has has a number of different facets to it, all which I don't quite understand yet, but I know that there's a story and I know that I feel like this will bring a lot of things that we talked about all together so can you oh. can you dive into um you know what seek death is what it stands for and why you decided to go in this new direction
2: well it's, it's really started with me wanting to brand myself for once it's really simple to brand mm-hmm. everybody else mm-hmm. um, it's <laughs> so simple it's so simple it, it's like it's easy to clean someone else's house it's easy to Mm -hmm. to give other people advice it's hard to give yourself advice so it took me a minute to figure out how i wanted to brand myself and then for the first time coming out with my own website and doing my own thing and it was like okay and i used this term like one of my first years as the gym owner i was like man you gotta go get it man you gotta be willing to die in that ring you gotta like you're the chances are you're probably not gonna die fighting in, in a controlled setting but it does happen and so but you got to be willing to go there to me it's like mm-hmm. make the choice the worst thing that can happen in that ring is i can walk out crippled or dead if you can be okay with facing that fear mm-hmm. no other fear will get in the way and i'm like so i'm telling you to go after and seek death like go face it and that's how that started and then it sort of grew from there more and more and then uh, my girl, she wasn't my girl at the time, but she made a hoodie, and it says "seek death" on it because that was my quote. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Man, what does that really mean to me, though?" Right? Like, what is? Yeah. I started wanting to dive deeper in that because I wanted to explain it more, like why. And all I could say is, like at that time, is like push yourself past your limits. Like, mm-hmm. if if we go through a metamorphosis, like a butterfly, every time we read a book we gain knowledge. Every time we go through an experience, we gain knowledge. Anytime we do something, if you go work out, we gain knowledge. But most of the time, at especially at our age, in order for that knowledge to stick, there has to be some pain. There has to be something. It has to be meaningful. It has to touch something. When they say it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, Mm -hmm. that's true because we're not willing to face that pain. Mm. And so coming back from injuries, doing certain things, it was like, in order to do those things, I had to put my body and my mind through so many pains and pain, so many different painful situations. And it was like, okay, so seek death to me just means killing off the older version of yourself. Hmm. And so it's like, and it became a thing in my gym, you come to my gym. You will leave a new person every single time that I push you to your limit. Now, I won't do that all the time, but there will be times where I'm like, today's hell. We're going to hell today and you're about to die. And so you might be that if you could only do 10 pushups, you're going to give me 11 and it might be the worst thing in the world. It might make you cry. It might make you throw up, but you giving me that one more. And when you do that, over and over again, it's like crazy. I have a thing that is written up. I don't have it memorized. So if it's cool, I'll just read it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works, it yeah okay. yeah.
2: okay, seek death. It's really simple. It's not this suicidal idea of you actually wanting to physically die. It's seeking metaphorical death. It's seeking the death of your limitations. It's seeking the death of your limited self and the death of your limiting beliefs. <clears throat> It's the idea of pushing yourself through the uncomfortable and getting to the point where you don't feel physically or mentally capable of doing more than you are doing. And then to seek death means you push yourself past that point. And in doing that, you discover that what you thought was your limit was really just a stepping stone and you discover new capabilities within yourself. And the idea is that you do that not once, but you do that for your entire life. You keep doing that and you keep pushing and you keep growing so it's like it sounds morbid but when you really think about it if you want to lose weight if you want to get chiseled like if you're trying to like be tall do you know how much pain you got to go through Mm -hmm. in order to get that (laughs) the sacrifices you have to make Mm -hmm. eating wise time Mm -hmm. wise if you want to do something with your life if you want to become something in music you might have to sell your house sleep on a couch and Mm -hmm. just tough that out and go work at blockbuster like so what Preach. And so <clears throat> all I know is that my entire life I've been doing this, but, and like um Dash, like I was telling you, <clears throat> I used to seek death in the most negative way. Right. Like, I remember plain as day getting told do not slap this person you're gonna get jumped Mm -hmm. and they had me surrounded and I still slapped this out this dude because I didn't care I didn't care if I lived or die I was going through so much shit in my house like my stepdad Mm -hmm. like the first time I got first time I got called the N-word was by my stepfather Mm. I didn't even I didn't it didn't even register Mm. like that's how that's how easy it just flew off the tongue. Mm.
3: Yeah
2: I knew more about sex before I was 10 than most people their mm. whole lives mm. so <clears throat> there's no pain that somebody could inflict on me that I already wasn't dealing with and so being reckless on the streets I didn't care so when someone pulled a bat and wanted to fight I took that bat on my elbow on my head and still stomped them mm. because that was the only way I knew how to win I didn't like school I just went because I had to but it didn't make sense to me that I was learning things that I didn't, in my mind, I was not going to be able to use the rest of my life. You're teaching me about something that I don't care about. Right. Give me football, and that's it. Let me play my sports, and I'll be all right. And I just kept doing all these negative things, like, to myself. That's the weird thing. If I get in a fight with someone and stomp somebody, yeah, that's them, but they chose to fight with me. But I, t- I was taking wounds, too. Mm. like, oh, man. And by the, time, by the time I got to high school, my sophomore year, I missed 60 days of school.
3: Damn.
2: That's a lot. I didn't miss any meets. Mm. I played football. I wrestled. Yeah, yeah. And I did track because they didn't care. Mm.
4: Damn.
2: I play. I was. Uh, yes, they mm-hmm. didn't care. Right. And beca- you, you let me do? No. I need, like, if there's not rules, I'm going to run. I'm going to. Wild thing, I'm gonna be wild, and so, but then again, some dude wanted to holler at some female that was just like it sounds bad, just some female I was talking to, not even my girl at the time. And like, instead of st- like, I was missing so much school because I was going home with my girl, and inst- this is how I knew I was wilding out. He said he was gonna kill me, <clears throat> and I knew he was. He was in this organization and mm-hmm. I was in this organization you gotcha. my own organization said, if you do this, you will be in violation. Mm. <clears throat> I didn't listen to them. My girl asked me to stay at the crib with her. I didn't listen to her. And trust me when I say that that was the only time in my life that I've turned down something for something else. <laughs> I have never turned <laughs> I have
1: <laughs> I know who I
2: am I do not put myself in situations mm-hmm. because I do not know if I could turn it down mm-hmm. so I do not put myself in those compromising situations <laughs> but I still turned that down was willing to take the violation went mm-hmm. back to my school grabbed this dude by his throat in front of my high school doors mm-hmm. threw him down and got sliced up damn when I say I didn't care I did not care oh and when I and all I could think about was like, oh, yeah, I was a rebellious teenager wilding out because of all the things I, I was seeking death.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I was seeking, yeah. I really wanted to die. And uh, I think my tipping point in my adulthood for this was during the pandemic mm. because, oh, wow. It's it shifted that like, I was the dude that, you know, had meningitis. We still don't know how I got that. And almost died from it. Like, Ryan had to come give me, come get me take me to the hospital. Yeah. They told me if I didn't come in, like, if I would have waited another hour, I was dead. Mm-hmm. They had me in the hospital, my own room, and told me I couldn't do nothing. I told Sherelle, go get my computer. I'm working. And I was working from, like, a hospital bed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So when it all shut down, I was like deep into all these school projects mscr working with them working within the schools all based when you can running my gym coaching my fighters i just got done fighting like Mm. and i was told i would never fight again and i won two fights and i was like Mm -hmm. man i'm about to do it again like let's go like and it all shut down and i was already going me and Sherelle were already going through it like we were already separated and trying to figure out some kind of neutral ground there, and I started seeing someone else, and that became toxic. And then all of a sudden, like I had nothing to turn to, all the things that I was able to hide behind mm. was work. Mm. And now I'm not busy, now I'm not missed to get your buzz up. Yeah yeah,
3: right, yeah, 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 I'm not shy. Yeah, uh, I'm
2: not every I'm not the wolf Fenrir, I'm not that monster fighting. I'm not even a gym owner right now because everything shut down. I'm like, and I'm dealing with all this stress of my current relationship, not being happy. And the woman that like, um, I know we're getting divorced. like they don't get along. And it's like, it's a fe- like, and I remember the night I just sat in my car, man. And it was me and my girlfriend as Tupac would say. And Mm. wow, we had a nice long conversation for two hours. Where I, man, that thing, that thing, my girlfriend rubbed against my head a few times. And so, wow, I had to Uh like really check myself. Now, ego played a part in not doing it, the thought of my kids but that's how low I got and that's what and then I removed myself Like I had to step away from the la like I couldn't do you can stuff no right then like I needed to walk away from everything mm-hmm. right? right and I got lost in just being a coach to the fighters that were still coming in
3: mm-hmm. because
2: I was still having fights being booked during that like down south didn't care like Indiana yeah. didn't care like there's certain states that didn't yeah. care so my fighters were still taking fights and I got lost in that and that helped me a lot. And it was like, okay, and I got, and I figured out I got trapped trying to better myself. Mm. And, and that's what, and the term seek death really came around during that. I got stuck in my past while living in the present, Mm. too worried about the future. And that was the first time in my life. I was worried about failing at something Mm. because it wouldn't have been my failure it would have been a failure that I didn't foresee. Like I didn't, nobody had money saved up like that for the pandemic, like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and so sure. it was like, oh, so it was like a real eye-opening experience and it was, it was the lowest, one of the lowest parts of my life. And, but because of it, you control you,
3: mm.
2: make your passion make sense and mm. seek death all came about. And I decided that I'm never going to seek death in a negative way again. Mm-hmm. Anytime I seek death, it's going to be in a positive way. I'm going to, if if you think about the four horsemen, death is one of them. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm seeking that dude out. Like, I'm going to keep living my life to the fullest every day. And I'm seeking it every day. Every day I'm going after it. I I try to read books every day. I try to um like be a better coach, be a better dad, be a better significant other. Like the way I look at my days now, I wake up at 4 in the fucking morning. Hmm. I feed my dog. I do the dishes and I take a shower. I walk my dog. I come back home. I make coffee. I wake my girl up at 530. She has a cup of coffee waiting for her, either on the counter or on the deck of our house. If it's a beautiful day out that early in the morning. And the reason why I do all that, because it reminds me of what the fuck I'm fighting for that early in the Mm -hmm. morning, because that's where I got lost working all the time. I lost. Mm -hmm. I had the drive to work, but I forgot what I was doing it for because Mm -hmm. the relationship I was in no knock it's not me and Sherelle are like best, best friends. Mm -hmm. Neither one of us could get out of each other's way. Our traumas were just going clash, 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 Mm -hmm. clash, 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 Mm -hmm. clash, and we could not stop blaming each other. And we needed the the time apart. Now we're like, oh shit. Now we see what happened. And it's like, I think all relationships do that and kudos to the ones that can stick it through and ride that out. We couldn't, and -hmm. that's okay. But I know where I, I, if I fuck up, I fix it. I may still make certain mistakes, but I fix it. So that reminds me every morning why I'm doing what I'm doing. That keeps me humble instantly. I say my prayers. Now, I don't believe in God, probably the same way other people do. I have been parts of many religions. I've studied many religions. My my thing is, I still have to pray to God because mm-hmm. regardless, sure. yeah. it I have to be humble enough to pray to something bigger than me. Mm-hmm. I understand it as that. So mm-hmm. I pray and Word. I say my gratitudes and it keeps me humble early in the fucking morning. So and it keeps my brainstem from taking over my mind and telling me all the things that I'm not, <laughs> and allows me to focus on all the things that I am. Then I take my happy ass to work. I clean my goddamn gym, and then I'm ready to teach class. Oh, by eight, by by usually by ten or eleven o'clock in the morning, I've already worked a full day.
3: Right,
2: mm. I've worked a full day. Now it's time to go home, have some lunch do some housework or do some computer work Uh work it out. Like either I'm going to hang out with my son or my son is coming to the gym or he's coming to the house to be with the dog. And then I take my happy ass back to work and life is good. And so it's every day is seeking death is just a different version of seeking death now. And as far as, I know you asked me about the new business, that's, That's To me, that's the whole business, though. That is, like, Mm -hmm. it for me. So, like, I have shirts at the gym and hoodies at the gym that say seek death. Mm -hmm. It was like it was a no-brainer. It was like, look, I'm not starting a cult. I'm just starting a philosophy. Right. Because we're not going to do nothing crazy. I want all my students to be wolves. And be a part of my pack. My pack is strong. But when you're not here, you got your own pack. Go mm-hmm. lead your own pack, mm-hmm. and be con- walk out of here with confidence, knowing that you can lead your own pack. That's seeking death. Mm-hmm. Like if you're right. not, if mm-hmm. you're not happy with your life, change that. Like I had to learn. I had to learn how to communicate better within a relationship. Let me study some books. Let me learn from some of these men. Let me learn from some of these women.
0: Right. Let right. me learn how to do this right. better.
2: Because mm-hmm. I'm having certain responses that maybe work with Sherelle that ain't working right now. So let me mm-hmm. let me learn how to better check myself and be a better leader. Mm-hmm. And then I, I want to learn how to do money better. Let me read this. I'm seeking death every time I do that. Man, I want to learn a new language. Well, let me let me start learning this. And it's like for me, seeking death is also passing on generational wealth to my kids, but it's not mm. wealth in the finances because right. I can't guarantee right. I'm going to be a seven-figure dude. That may not happen in my lifetime. But my daughter's already reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. And right. I made sure to teach her boyfriend that she's been with for the last four years and they're talking about getting, getting a place. Hey, why is my daughter going to get Starbucks? She ain't going to listen to her pops like that you might want to put You might want to put a hold on that mm-hmm. because if you're talking about getting a place you can buy a coffee maker some coffee and make it yourself and it's going to be way cheaper and you might want to start thinking about that stuff Word. because as I told him yeah I'm dad but you're the man she's choosing to listen to now and mm-hmm. you wanted that role you got that role so you're going to learn from me mm-hmm. because I can only mm-hmm. give her so much because she's been getting it her whole life mm-hmm.
0: so she's she'll hear it
2: man. but
0: mm, that's yeah. how it be man once they get a certain age once they get a certain age they just kind of you know what i'm saying yeah. they grown yeah, um so, there's a couple of things you dropped in there man i think they're just phenomenal that your story reminds me of one of my favorite books of all time um it's by david Goggins. it's called can't hurt me oh yeah and, i um, love that book just like listening to you i i never knew i never knew man and second of all i'm glad that you are here to, Amen. Um, thank to, you. Um, to oh, be yeah. with us to share those jewels, and thirdly, I think you're the only person that can say God and curse at the same time, and it sounds cool as hell. <laughs> you know? I mean, so, thank you. I for mean, all, it's all, because all, me, you know,
2: me and God, okay. we have a um,
4: a real relationship. Yeah, me, me
2: <laughs> that's and what God, it we is. We have a real, real relationship. with someone? um, I've, I've, man, my mom is a, my mom will say she's a witch, like, and so her family really like. They do tarot readings. Like they, my was like,
4: I'm cracking up. Why are we sitting up here as big stereotypes? Yeah,
2: <laughs> Man. But I let me not front. I got tarot cards I like on my desk. I'm, I'm even with those things. Uh, and so, but, but you know, of course, having friends um, for a while there, I was going to a Baptist church. And so mm-hmm. learning about that and then studying some other things. And then for a long time, um, following Islam and being a Muslim. And I loved, uh, people knock it and people talk about it, but when you really break down the the real rules that you're supposed to follow, the real structure of it, mm-hmm. it's not demeaning to women any more than any other religion. So yeah. it's like you countries may be, but not that. And so studying it, but then Eastern philosophies, I was like, okay. Me and God, we just gonna have a cool God, God it, whatever. We're gonna have a cool situation. We're gonna have right. a cool conversation. So it keeps me really humble. I gotta I gotta pray to something bigger than me. And so if not then I stay in my guy complex a little bit too long and that's never a good sign. <laughs> I, I could do that for fighting, but I can't, I can't stay in there too long. It, it all goes bad. So
0: yeah. Yeah. That's, that's hot, man. And now, um, you explained a lot too. Cause I I went to your, your Facebook profile and I saw you had the wolf. You, you talked about that too. Um, I'm, I'm curious about like how you got into, how did you get into my tie fighting and more time, more time, my bad boy.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I started boxing when I was like nineteen or twenty, over okay. at a, a gym called uh, Rufus Sports. Now, if you follow MMA, they they're really the um b- they're really a big deal. Um, they had some of the first chance. they had some really great champions, and Duke and his brother are both top kickboxers. But I went there for boxing, and so okay. that was in Milwaukee. I was driving from Ritzland Center to Milwaukee, and. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh damn. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah the state, and so, like yeah, I would yeah. and
2: then go to work. and so but uh I did that for a while and really loved that love sparring people love doing that. and I mean I've been hit between football and fighting either in my household or on the streets. I've violence was easy, so then when I when I moved to Madison or Monona, um while i was working at blockbuster one of the o'malley brothers came in and they were the old owners of chosen few gym oh damn and they were like man you're big did you wrestle i'm like yeah like man do you you know how to fight i'm like "Mm, i can hold my own why what's up he's like man we own a gym and we got this guy his name is james warfield and like he's not really big but he's stronger than everybody else and he's just and i'm like okay and he was like will you come in yeah and i started training with james just me and him just me and james and um it's cool cuz me and james i went to school with james's brother at mmi so it worked out like a small world and so james was like this 5 8 um black dude that was just knocking people out just <laughs> like he, he it's th- some of the hardest punches i've ever felt in my life and so i was doing that for a while and then when Sherelle and I got a little more serious, which was really quick, um, we I, I stopped everything and focused on music. Well, I I don't I really, really don't know what I was thinking at this time. I thought if I ate once a day and worked 18 to 20 hours, oh, somehow damn. I would stay in shape. That didn't happen. And that's when I learned. Well, I learned years later that when you don't eat and you don't sleep, your um your metabolism doesn't work, and so nope. it just stores uh-huh. everything. Yeah. And then, you know, it took me a while to stop drinking, but I was having fun drinking at shows and yeah, yeah, you know yeah. being sociable and having fun, and then get home, and then I would eat. I wouldn't eat before the show. I eat it after the show. And then eventually fall asleep and then get back up a few hours later and back to work. Cause nobody's going to outwork me. Mm-hmm. And then event, you know, I stopped drinking, but it was like, I was living this unhealthy lifestyle and Sherelle let me know one day. And I didn't like the way she's let me know, but I was like, you know what? Okay. I don't want to just go work out. And let me, let me go back to combat sports. Let me go do something that I have years of experience in. Let me go do this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I've at that time we were staying off Ty drive and the blast was right around the corner. I'm like, Oh man, I can make this work. Cool. And I went there and my dude Mackie, my dude Mackie brought me in. So I'm like, I'm expecting to see a whole bunch of white people, which there were, but Mackie is this mixed dude. And he's talking about, yeah, man. Like he was naming all these hip hop people and like people he's like, yeah, and I don't know this. I'm like, Oh man. Like, okay, cool. And I just started training with him doing privates and then eventually started doing class and I fell in love with uh Mike Vaughn the owner and uh my crew oh. it's like the it's like what you call an instructor in and in Muay Thai and so man I've been there ever since man it's been a decade as a mm. student yeah um again some of my lowest points that my adult life has been at the gym pop my knee at that gym but without that gym I don't, I'm in a, I don't find that I love coaching because I'm in a wheelchair teaching one of my young students. um, And at this time I was supposed to fight. I dislocate my knee, tear Mm. my ACL, my LCL Mm. and rip rip apart my nerve and my right foot still don't work. I have what's called drop foot. Mm. I'm teaching this girl how to kick with crutches in a wheelchair. I Mm. just take my crutches and I'm like, okay, you need this kind of arc. Wow. With the with my crutches. <laughs> and I'm like, because I can't do it, but I can teach you. And I fell in love with coaching. I was like, oh man, if I could teach somebody how to do this while a I'm wheelchair. in a wheelchair. Yeah.
3: And it's the only lot <laughs> I had.
2: Like, I was so depressed at that time because I couldn't do nothing. And it was like, okay, maybe I got something. And then I got the opportunity to be the head coach in 2017. And we, you know, we won a belt. And then I took over as the owner in 2018. And the thing the doctor said I would never do, walk without a brace. I was doing that, mm. and I was told I was never going to fight or spar. Well, first boxing match in March of 2018, first punch, bah, break his nose, and then just keep whooping him, whooping his behind for the next couple rounds. Mm. Okay, first, first person to ever do it with drop foot. Okay, tear a couple rotator cuffs by the end of the year. Oh, somebody wants to do MMA, and they want me to coach? Cool, we win that too. We win, like I'm like okay, 2019 winning oh. kickboxing match. Keep winning, keep winning, and it was like, cool. Suffered some losses in there too, of course, uh-huh. but it was like, man, you can't really tell me nothing. Mm. Don't bring failure to me. Like, if you tell me I can't do something, there's something in my brain that naturally, and uh, in, in all our brains, yeah. But I know for a fact is me. I'm going to look at you and you better hope I don't want to do it. Mm. That's the only way you're going to get me not to do it. And man, if I want to do it, I do it. And I'm going to find <laughs> a way to do it. And so, I don't know. Sorry, I went out. Of I had my Kanye <laughs> moments, man. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, I'm ways, for. man. I go four different for. ways, man. I go four for it. This
4: is going to be a long episode. Yeah, right. it's, it's good. It's good. So, like, I feel like First of all, I echo what, what uh, DLO said. Um, so happy you are here, right? And I always say this too. I always say that suicide looks different in different communities. Because um, what we will do, our community, Black community, and especially if you combine that with poverty, especially if you combine that with abuse, what we will do is the reckless stuff, right? We're probably not yeah. going to hang ourselves in the closet. Probably not going to you know, leave a note and take some pills, but we're going to do some crazy stuff. Yeah. So i just just um, so happy you're here and just recognizing All of that and your transparency. Like I watch I watch your TikToks, I watch your your stories and your reels on Instagram and you be honest as like you ain't lying. It'd be the sunrise and you be honest (laughs) as hell, right? Which is just um it's brave, right? It's so courageous and it's inspiring. So thank you. Who inspires you? Right? You know, who who are the people that, that you look at that be like, damn, like I just got chills looking at that person through what they did.
2: Honestly, my mom. Is first Mm -hmm. and foremost, it took me a while because I had to realize I had to forgive my mom for things that her decisions, her decisions. And, um, but my mom, most of all, because I, my mom's taught me how to not give up. And she doesn't, she wouldn't think that though. Um, because she says she's always scared to try something. But I watched my mom stay in a marriage, better or worse. That man had a couple of strokes, got in a car accident, was paralyzed, and I watched her take care of him for like 15 to 17 mm-hmm. years without wow. a social life, without anything, mm. in a house that was supposed to be their retirement house and it wasn't even finished. Yeah. And so in a in a town with two boys that at that time like I'm reckless. And so like my mom, my mom first and foremost is my greatest inspiration because like, I don't know how she did it. Like I'm about to be 42. My pops wasn't around. So having a mixed kid Mm -hmm. and my dad isn't around and she, she told, she told my stepfather, like, just move me to an area where it's diverse for him. Mm without without moving to that kind of area i don't grow with my brothers and like i don't i have more than one dad like their pops are my pops mm-hmm. and so my mom first and foremost mm, if we talking i guess bigger i mean everybody honestly everybody I'm inspired by everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to say, but if you tell me that you did something, I guarantee you I'm gonna be hype for you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm be like, hell yeah. Oh, but you did it. yeah, let's go. You did that. <laughs> and I'm be like, wait, did you think about this though? Did you think about this? Did you, like, Dash knows because I do this to him all the time. Like, Dash will drop something, he'll say something. I'm like, man, you don't even know how big you got it. It's like Like, did you think about this? Did you think about this? Did you think because I'm so hyped. Mm -hmm. Because when I leave that energy, I'm be like, man, he really doing it or she really doing it. Man, I gotta get to work. I gotta Mm -hmm. like, what am I not? What am I not doing with myself right now? And I don't take it as like a bad thing. It's like I'm hyped for you and it's inspiring me to work harder. My brother, when my brother told me he was editing black, well, he had to wait until after he had permission to tell us but when he I edited Black Panther what man I'm so hype for you yeah let's go like man that's that's oh that's crazy I'm gonna go see that movie man I don't even like the movie thing but I'm gonna go support that like oh my goodness and I'm like man wait he did black Panther oh it's my turn mm-hmm. I bet my turn let's kick something up because it's not competition but it's like man he raised the bar let's go yeah like I need great. to go now it's up to me. Let me mm-hmm. let me climb up to that bar and see if I can raise it a little bit higher so he can go get it too so I'm inspired by everybody uh my in music hatch was a mentor um Mike Trampy was a mentor of course pain man mm-hmm. I love I love trying to outwork that man that man is like we 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 try <laughs> yeah. to do it man the like
0: can you do man the yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Karen Karen yeah. inspires me all the time mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
4: <laughs> Shout out to Camry.
0: Camry. Yeah. Yeah. Karen doesn't Karen, Karen. What up? Mm-hmm. You you can't present you can't
2: present Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Honestly, um, Dash inspires me because he's so damn organized. So <laughs> that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, man he's a mogul.
4: He's a mogul, man. I'm yeah, like y'all talking about then. me,
2: but man, I need bonders like him. That's where I, the I, I'll be at My weakness is being that organized. That is um. Actually, my girl and her family. My all the sisters are doing it. Like, you got five girls, and they all do the damn thing, and their mom does the damn thing. Sherelle inspires me. Sherelle just graduated nursing school, yeah. man. Like that, yeah, that yeah. was Congrats the most inspiring because I remember, yeah. I Shut remember out, her starting this, and it was like, Yeah, constantly, Almost girl, you her. got it, you got it. And the to go through a divorce mm-hmm. and we had a really civil divorce, but it's still a divorce. It's mm-hmm. a change. Yeah, Like my kids inspire me, man. Like authors inspire me all the time. David Goggins is definitely a dope, dope inspiration. And he's probably him and De- Deion Sanders made it easier for me to talk. Cause mm-hmm. I never, I never yeah. talked about my life. Like
0: mm-hmm.
2: I didn't share because I was like, man, that I'm soft. I ain't sharing. Mm. And so that's how I looked at it anyway. I didn't care if other people share, but I wasn't sharing. And then listening to people have similar stories like you said, David Goggins like yeah. I, I didn't deal with I didn't deal with the weight issue till I got bigger or until I got <laughs> that's funny. Until I got older. <laughs> <laughs> until I got older. But uh um Mm-hmm. But definitely dealing with racism in my own house, um, dealing with sexual and physical abuse and that trauma. Oh. And then like Sherelle knew how close it came during the pandemic. Like I, I made her take my girlfriend for a little while, like mm. to make sure mm. that I was like to make sure I wasn't I was good. Yeah. Um, but hearing Dion talk about it, that that was like, oh. And more and more people started talking about it. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm not the only one. Okay. Kobe Bryant. Now Mm -hmm. that I'm thinking about it, Kobe, Kobe being like Michael Jordan. I'm, I'm from Chicago, so I love the Bulls, Mm -hmm. but I didn't get to understand Michael Jordan's journey until later, but Kobe, everything was documented. And then, um, I read this book called relentless by Tim Grover. I recommend it by the way. Okay. Um he broke that was the next question. He broke down. <laughs> yeah, he broke down some different groups. He called it uh what do you call it? The cooler, cleaner, and closer. Not in that order. So the cooler is the person that you know show up every day for the check, right? A- NBA terms. They'll show up, they're cool, they're they made it to the league, they're happy. Yeah, the closer is like that person that will shoot that game winning shot. You just gotta give them the ball, the Steve Kerrs, the John Paxson. Mm-hmm. But the cleaner, that cleaner is a dog. That's the Kobe Bryant. That's the Michael Jordans that get obsessed with being great and just want to get better and better. And they're the ones that are going to put the closer in that position to close out the game. They don't have any excuses. They don't have, like, it's, I'm going to kill you, Mm -hmm. and you're just going to take it. I don't need to watch game film on you. I need to watch game film on me Mm. so I can see how I can be better because what you do does not matter. Mm. It's what I do that matters. And so that book and understanding Kobe Bryant's mind. And I'm like, it was the first time I seen somebody that had a drive like me, like someone that was willing to sacrifice everything. Mm -hmm. Like at that time, Mm -hmm. I walked away from a marriage because like, I don't put it on, I filed the divorce. And it was like, I I chose me and what I was doing over everything else. And nothing was going to stop me from that. Mm. That was my vision right then. If you were in the way and didn't, I was gonna work and I was gonna make this gym a success. And I was going I'm going down in the hall of fame as the greatest that's ever done it, or the greatest that I could ever do it. That is my vision. And so to see somebody else have that kind of drive and talk about it, his black mamba side is like what I call my wolf side.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That side that and I I call it Fenrir for a reason, because in Norse mythology. It took some special chains to hold this wolf down. But when he eventually broke out, he engulfed
0: everything. Hey, pause, pause. Hold on. So North mythology. Wait, wait, wait. Did I say that right? Norse. uh, Vikings. Mikes. Okay, okay. Vikings, Vikings, Vikings.
2: Oh, okay. Man, I study it, man. I I love my, I love Vikings. I love, in high school, I love like Greek gods and things. I love learning about things like that because it all comes from somewhere. Mm -hmm. So, but it's, it's what I call my wolf side, like that place you have to go when you're training for a fight, you have nothing else matters. Like it's 100% on your brain, even when you don't want it to be. And so you want to go, you want to go spend time with your family and you do, but it's not the same. It's not the same because it's like during the basketball season, you want to play ball. But and you go home, but it's probably not the same as the off season. And so it was like being focused on one thing and then being one hundred percent in the moment. you've t- you've heard him and Michael Jordan talk about like, I didn't care miss. Psh, I got another shot. What I'm worried about a miss. Well, it's like that for a fight. I'm hmm. I was one hundred percent in the moment in the ring. You put me in a ring, I'll be in the moment. There is no, oh, I missed this, or I'm worried about doing this. Nope, I'm in the 100% moment. I am Neo in the Matrix. I am the one. I am 100% in the moment. I am as cool as can be. And for a big dude, I'm like, and (laughs) putting it on people. And so I had, here's a gem for you. I had to learn how to be in the moment in my personal life. Mm without letting the past of my trauma affect yeah. my present and stop worrying about the future mm, and worrying about who's going to hurt yeah. me. Whoa. Who's going to hurt me? So I had to learn how to be in the moment in my personal relationships. So am I perfect? No. I just do a better job at it because I understand the I understand the um I understand the demon I'm trying to face, which is not react on emotions and not allow my brainstem, my instincts to take over to the point where my frontal cortex, my logical my logical thinking can't kick in, which means I need to sleep, which mm-hmm. means I need to eat, which means I need to take care of myself so I could be a better human being for everybody else. And I right. can't just work all the time. So, yeah,
4: that's a word. Yeah, you, <laughs> I had wrote that. I had <laughs> write that down. I'm, I'm quoting it on some. Something today. I don't know if it's going <laughs> to Twitter or Facebook. But I'm today. <laughs> Woo, we all needed
1: that one. Real talk. That's a Man, whole other T-shirt right there. That's a series okay. of T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's mm-hmm.
2: look. You only learn by doing. Right. You can you can research and you can read other people. I've just I made so many mistakes <laughs> in my life that is like well. I tell you the I tell you what I did, and if you still make the same mistake, well, that's on you. But hopefully, you can learn a better way to navigate through that mistake. Right. Like, don't work, you know, and don't just give everything to work. Yeah, yeah. And it's really easy to do that. It and is. I was, and you talking to the dude that's literally been in a hospital bed still working, right. and so, and paid the price for it. You talking to the dude that. Now there were other reasons, but a lot of the reasons were, you know, I wanted I wanted the gym more than I wanted that marriage. Mm. And but at the end of the day, I who said the pandemic was gonna stop? I could have lost the gym and then I had nothing. And so I'm blessed that her and Kiara's mom, Amber, they rock with me. They rock with me, and we have a very abnormal family structure but family's everything man like I had to learn that I had to relearn that yeah I had to relearn that nothing is more important than my family and nothing can get in the way of that it doesn't matter if I get and I, I people bat their eyes it doesn't matter if I get five hundred thousand dollars in debt I will I could file for bankruptcy or I could figure out a way out of it mm-hmm. and do what I got to do um, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter about money. It doesn't matter about work. It doesn't matter because if I can't go home to someone, what am I doing it for? If I can't wake up and do something for other people, what am I doing it for? Why did I make all these mistakes? Why did I go through this? So for me, realizing that that's, that's a big deal. And we all like, oh man, we got to grind. We got to grind. grind for what? What do we, what are we grinding for? Right. Mm-hmm. Family. Right. Mm-hmm. So why mm-hmm. aren't you why aren't you? And I also learned mm-hmm. that from Kobe. Not gonna mm-hmm. front. I didn't have a I didn't have a dad to go ask that. I learned that from Kobe hearing that man say, Yeah, I train three or four times a day, but I make sure I'm home at this time and I'm home at home I'm like, Oh man, what's my excuse? Mm-hmm. I ain't got no excuse. Because right. he's like one of the goats. What's my mm-hmm. excuse? Oh, and then that led me down some Eastern philosophy books and understanding, oh man. Natural order of things, family. We we are we're animals that need we're pack animals like we're humans, yo. We need to be around people. Mm -hmm. So make sure I'm I see my daughter every day. I'm blessed that she works with me. I see my son a lot, not as much as I want, but that's that's mainly on me. Those the days that I can't go see him are the days that I train my fighters, but. He's at the gym with me or he's at my house with the dogs. And it's cool because he helps me do housework. I'm teaching this man how to use hammers and all these tools. And I'm teaching them in a way that I wasn't taught.
3: Mm -hmm. And so it's like, so, Mm
2: -hmm. and like, I don't know. I know I'm going on another tangent. I'm sorry, but it's family, man. Like before I talk about any books, if there's one thing that someone could take from this out of everything else, pardon my language, fuck the money. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Fuck the money, fuck the fame, fuck it all. Because when I wanted to call it a day, the only reason I didn't is because of my kids. Mm. That's real. My family means everything. My daughter turned 18. And she wanted to go out to eat at this restaurant in order. My son Isaiah, his mother, Sherelle, uh a girl named Aiden, her boyfriend, um Amber boyfriend, Aiden is his daughter, Amber, me, my girl Abby, Kiara, and her boyfriend Aunt. Now you tell me in in without reality show, it, or if I had that filmed, how many times would people think there's drama?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Someone's about to yeah. throw something. Yeah. I got my ex-wife. The, the mother of my son I got the mother of my daughter there sorry her son from another person was there as well I got my current girlfriend who we live together and my daughter and her boyfriend and everybody's eating and laughing and having a good time
3: mm-hmm.
2: that's telling me that I'm an okay leader because we can argue we can fight and we're still all good at the end of the day so family means everything to me is that the perp is that how I pictured my family No, but that's the family I got. And that means more. I will I will walk away from my gym, my shoes, I will walk away from every other dream for them in a heartbeat. I will literally kill. Kill. So like family over everything. I know this is talking about money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you will make the money. Mm -hmm. There's a million different ways to make the
0: money, but Remember what you're doing it for. Sorry,
4: went No, room. I love that. I love that.
0: Yeah, that's dope. I mean, you you need uh It doesn't make sense. I mean, trust me. I'll. I know. I'll, I'll take it. Y'all you know. know. Y'all got kids. Y'all you know. know that it, that yeah. But uh, yeah. yes. You yes. Y'all you ain't got nobody to is. spend it with, it doesn't. It, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, right. you really embody the, the theory of like I take care of myself for y'all. Like it's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm here to serve. My family. Yeah. You know what Live. I'm saying? In any Lizzie way fresh,
1: man well. yeah i i think you know we always typically end with book recommendations but it just doesn't seem appropriate the no. recommendation that you just gave us oh, that's the recommendation right? we should end with i got some relentless. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like all right i want to feed you books man but but no i i think you know i i think your overall message is the last thing that needs to resonate mm. Mm-hmm. Even, even like you said, if you are searching for different ways to make money, different revenue streams, at the end of the day, you know what truly matters. That should be the the last resignating point in this episode, bro.
3: Mm-hmm. Word.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I want to thank you and and for taking the time and and really I a lot of time. My bad. <laughs> wow, this, is this is good.
0: It's beautiful. Oh, this is this is dope cipher. It felt Hell like yeah. a cipher,
1: man. Like you know, right. I mean, it, it, I mean, it. there's so much in here. There's so much wealth of knowledge and jewels that you dropped and more in different aspects beyond financial. And, you know, mm. this is, of course, you know, the, the basis of this is is is, you know, some financial education, but it's also life education. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think they necessarily should be separate. Many times they need yeah, to be exactly. taught together. So, you know, I appreciate you interweaving those things um during your time here on Black Currency Podcast. So we, we really can't thank you enough for that. Oh man, thank you.
2: Y'all, this was dope, man. Like, bring me back on so I can be a little more specific with your <laughs> question. <No, this>
1: <laughs> i try
2: to do better, but well, at least talk man. about the books. But man, man. like thank y'all perfect. so much because I'm a big fan man. and I love what y'all doing. And so it's just a blessing, man. Like Thank you. Like right. for real. I
0: mean, no problem. And
2: now,
1: working on uh, people reach out and, and and are you taking uh, more fighters? Are you able to train more folks?
2: Yeah, man. Like that's that's <laughs> out, that's all day. You can
1: uh we, we got hit the me website up, at, up here. Is that the best? Way oh, yeah, that
2: yeah, that's contact? one of them. Yep, yep. That's the best way to get right. to the gym. Everything at miss to get your buzz up. Um, and if you go to Mark. A Evans.com and go buy the shoes Ooh, and go woo. get the sneakers. And so uh those are but, and uh, if
4: I'm not mistaken, those are handmade in Italy. Am I correct? yeah on, on yo, that fact, they, okay? Yeah. I you saw that differentiation. Your, I
0: was like, you
2: know Yeah, you're gonna class. come out of pockets, you're gonna come, you're gonna, you're gonna spend some money, but they're gonna fit nice. And right. I didn't even realize that I did packer colors at first. Um, Rob pointed that out. So if you a packer fan, go get that. I'm a Bears right. fan. So you can expect hey. some bear colors soon enough. But, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I see the
2: on your hat.
1: I see it. <laughs> we'll, we'll yeah. make sure to have all those links um in the description when this comes out. Everybody tuning in, if you're listening, know you can also access us at at, at myradio22.com slash black currency podcast. You know, you can hit us up on the IG at Black Currency Podcast. And you know, you'll be able to see this episode and and rewind this back and take your notes. Um, at youtube.com slash radio 22. So, for Mr. Mark Shaw Evans, you know, the, the panel here and everybody, appreciate everybody coming on board and being a part of this. We appreciate all the people tuning in and listening. Make sure to share and subscribe, please. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we out. Yo, until next time, y'all, have a good one. Peace. Peace. Peace.
0: Ain't you sick of giving me your money? Oh, it's. Oh, oh. I know yeah. he didn't do it, whoa, baby. Whoa whoa whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 where you going? Now I'm about to go make these trouble. <laughs>